Hey everyone, it's Julie Coley with History and Murders in Wichita Falls. Today I'm going to talk about two different hotel fires that happened in downtown Wichita Falls. And if you're from here, you know where the library stands at 10th and Indiana. Well, that was about the same length as the Antlers Hotel was back in the day. And about 3.30 in the morning on December 12th, 1929, the first alarm came in for a fire at the hotel. Mrs. Billy Miller told a story of not being able to get out of her room on the third floor, so she had no choice but to jump out of her window onto a building behind the hotel. On the way down, she scraped her leg on a concrete ledge, tearing the flesh from her leg all the way down to the bone. She said that all she remembers is people screaming and smoke coming through the cracks of the door and eventually flames and a crackling sound. Just as she landed on the roof below, someone landed in front of her. It was Wiley Miller. One of the first things he said to her was, Toby's in that room. And he looked up at the room that their friend, Kenneth Bryce, also known as Toby, was in. He said, Toby's dead now. Toby Bryce was a bus driver driving a bus between here and Bowie. He was staying in the corner room on the third floor. And the last that he was seen was at his window around the billowing smoke. He was screaming for help. And then the scream stopped as the floor collapsed under his feet. His body wouldn't be found until hours after the fire had been put out. As firefighters worked to put out the fire, James Childers, Smiley Turner, and Roy Anderson were manning a hose by the rest west wall. Suddenly, the wall began to crumble. Smiley jumped to the left and Roy to the right, but for some reason, Childers ran towards the falling wall and jumped under a fire escape. Next thing he remembered was trying to get his legs and feet out from under a pile of bricks that had fallen on them. He realized that his helmet was torn away in the front, but it saved him from getting his head crushed. Finally, he freed himself from all of the brick, and then a blaze of fire swept over his head, singeing his hair. It lit the area up just enough to let him see that he was trapped in a tomb of bricks under the fire escape. He screamed out, and the next thing he remembered was feeling water from a hose and the flames disappearing. He remembers a fireman grabbing his hand and the rest of the men around him helping him out of the rubble. Assistant Fire Chief Smiley Turner's body was found badly crushed from the fallen wall at around 4.15 that morning. And Gano Anderson, the bro brother of Roy Anderson, was also killed and his body was found a short time later. Toby Bryce, the guest in the corner room on the third floor, was the last to be found about four hours after the fire was put out. His body was found directly below where his room once stood. It was badly crushed and burned. Now I have another creepy story about this fire. Fire station number two had a mascot named Red. 
Red always ran with her owner, John Davis, on his truck when a fire alarm would sound. But on this night, Red was nursing her puppies, and Mrs. Davis wouldn't let her go. Red was beside herself and wouldn't quit whining. So Mrs. Davis loaded her up in her car and drove down to the scene of the hotel fire. As soon as the car came to a stop, Red jumped out of the car and went straight to a pile of bricks and started digging and barking and digging and barking. And she dug and she dug, but she couldn't move the bricks. Soon after, the other firemen came running up and started moving the bricks. This is where James Childers was found, the fireman who was buried under the fire escape. Red dug so hard that her paws were bloody and raw, and it took her several weeks to recover from her injuries. Did Red have a premonition? Did she know that something bad had happened to one of her masters? My next story was a hotel fire that occurred on 7th and Ohio Streets. And it was located, for those of y'all who live here in Wichita Falls, um, right next to the LaSalle Crossing apartments of today. So the apartments are there, and then there's a parking lot right next door that's a gated parking area. And that is where this next hotel once stood. It was originally called the Westland Hotel, but later it was given a makeover and two floors were added and it was then named Hotel Texan. On the morning of May 14, 1942, the hotel held 41 guests. A fire call came in at 5.04 a.m., which would result in the deadliest fire this city has ever seen, with 10 injured and 4 dead. It was later discovered that the fire started in a mattress on the 6th floor. Chester Wendell jumped from the 5th floor and his body hit the sidewalk on the east side of the building. W.W. Collier was sitting on a 6th floor windowsill when he fell forward. A couple of firemen who were on a ladder near the fifth floor had to jump aside just to keep from getting hit by Collier's falling body. The torso of Otis Ray's charred body was discovered three days after the fire, but his skull was never recovered. Otis Ray's father had been helping to dig for the two men who were unaccounted for, and he discovered his own son's body. And although he felt that it was his son, it wasn't proven until the body of Ernest Smith was found six days later. Ernest were false teeth, which were found with his body, leaving the other remains to be that of Otis Ray. Now, not only did the Texan burn, but so did the studio hotel and some businesses between the two hotels. The fire spread to the top of the studio hotel and burned the fourth floor. It was rebuilt, and today it is called LaSalle Crossing and holds great downtown apartments. Now, y'all, what I'm going to start doing, if I have photos, if I can find photos of some of these things that I'm talking about in downtown, I'm going to post them 
on the original post on my Facebook site, Julie Coley, Wichita Falls, Texas author. So when I post that the podcast is up and running, I will try to post pictures right there to go with it so you can see what these things look like back in their day. Um, So far, this will be the first one that I have pictures for, but I will start doing this from now on. So that's the end of our podcast, and I'll see y'all next week. Bye. I have written eight books about Wichita Falls and North Texas. I have four in a series called How Did They Die? Murdered in Northern Texas. One is from 1892 to 1926. One is 26 to 74. One is 54 to 2011. And then I have Murdered in the Line of Duty. So it's about officers around Texas who have been killed in the line of duty. I've also written four picture books. One is called Views of the Past, Downtown Wichita Falls. One is Views of the Past, Downtown Wichita Falls, Volume 2. One is Views of the Past, Wichita County, Texas. And the last one is called Way Back When, a picture book for kids. Y'all can get any of these books at Pickard's Universe at 10th and Indiana, Heritage Antique Mall at 15th and Lamar, and please shop locally if you live here, or you can order them on Amazon.com. Just type in my name and my books will pop up. Thank y'all.